It's Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. Good morning. This is Dave Debo. And the question for this segment, does Albany have a Harvey Weinstein problem? We've seen a lot of talk, obviously, about uh, Judge Roy Moore and the accusation, accusations running around uh, Capitol Hill in that regard. Senator Al Franken, of course, another accuser came forth this past week. But I think in, in the discussion there, we haven't talked enough about Albany and the situation there. Of course, part of the reason we're raising this is Sam Hoyt, the Western New York economic development official who now is being sued because he basically, according to the, the, the plaintiff here, according to Lisa Marie Cater, harassed her, uh, paid her some hush money, and then continued to harass her. She's got a federal lawsuit saying not only has he done bad things, but that Governor Cuomo should not have uh, put him in the spot and uh, should not have necessarily allowed this all to happen. So the governor is a defendant there. Let's bring in Susan Lerner with Common Cause. They're a good government group. I, I, I hesitate to call it that because I'm not sure a lot of people understand what that is. Susan, thank you for being with us. Talk, <laughs> talk before we move on what Common Cause is. So we're a government watchdog. Okay. Um, and what we do is we basically uh, help uh, citizens uh, and residents of New York monitor their government uh, and hold power accountable and also look at different situations like this unfortunate situation around Sam Hoyt to see what can be done not to make those mistakes in the future. In this particular case, are there a lot of dogs to be watched? Does Albany have a problem that's bigger than Sam Hoyt? Well, you know, this has been a persistent topic of discussion. You may recall that there was a, a scandal um, several years ago around then uh, Assembly Member Vito Lopez, who was one of the very powerful uh, Assembly members, um, who was accused by uh, two women of uh, persistent harassment. Uh, and it came out that the Assembly had been paying hush money uh, over a number of years to other uh, former staffers uh, who had been abused uh, by Vito Lopez. And, you know, there are uh, other instances where uh, different uh, male employees were accused in one instance of rape uh, and then rehired uh, various settlements, which uh, money, uh, taxpayer money has been paid out. So for sure, Albany is not exempt from what we see as this broader issue uh, that Powerful men abuse their power in different ways, and some of them use their power to abuse women sexually. But what do you do about it? You, you can't pass a law that says sexual harassment's bad. We've already got one of those. Uh, you, you can't uh, increase penalties, can you? Yeah, you, it's more a question of catching these things very quickly, uh, of having clear standards, having a complaint process that actually works, for the uh, women who've been victimized and doesn't automatically protect uh, the accused victimizer. Um, so it's a cultural shift, and I think the fact that we are talking about this power imbalance showing itself up in sexual abuse in so many different industries is a strong step towards changing the culture that looks the other way. That says, you know, that's just the way men are. They're abusers. And you women, if you're going to play uh, in this marketplace, in this industry where you're just going to have to buck up uh, and get ready to be abused because men are like that when they're powerful. That's not acceptable. I almost wonder, though, if, if all the women that are coming forward from 
from Al Franken to Harvey Weinstein, the, the Hoyt situation, Vito Lopez earlier, if all the women are suddenly coming forward, if we're not going to reach some sort of backlash where people say, yeah, men are that way, uh, yeah, politics is corrupt, yeah, Hollywood's corrupt, uh, do you see the people coming forward changing things, or will there be a fatigue factor where I can almost put forth the idea that people are just going to say, yeah, okay, another, another bad apple in the barrel? Well, you know, there's always that risk, but I think that we are hopefully heading for a sea change because these scandals are coming up more uh, persistently. Women are not willing to put up with being badly treated, being abused. We are demanding that men behave responsibly, which is all we're talking about, okay? Talk about enforcement then. How do we beef up enforcement? What can Albany do in that regard? I think we beef up the training. Um, I think we beef up the complaint procedures, right? And I think that we make it clear that there are consequences. If the first time somebody behaves badly, there's a comment back to them, hey, we don't do that here, then it doesn't escalate. What we have now is a situation where the low-level um, sexism is sort of put up with and women are uncomfortable and titter and the power imbalance keeps them from really saying, hey, don't say that to me. That's not okay um, because they're afraid of being fired. They're afraid that there is no place to go and complain. They're afraid that their abuser is going to be rehired or even worse, given a promotion with an additional $100,000 in salary of taxpayer money without there being any consequences. And, you know, so when people are willing to turn uh, away from uncomfortable conduct and not correct the man, not correct the teenage boy and say, hey, you know, we don't do that here, then it escalates and it gets worse. And the example you just raised, the idea of a promotion with a higher salary, that cuts to the core of the federal lawsuit and the accusations pending against the governor in regards to Sam Hoyt. Do you feel that Sam should have been put in the position of being uh, the Western New York Economic Development Czar after the state assembly already chastised him for having an inappropriate relationship with an intern? Well, what I think is interesting here, and I don't want to get too much into the specifics of the Hoyt case, because I think it's emblematic of larger problems. But remember, the assembly didn't just chastise him. They felt that he could not be trusted with interns in the future. It's not like they said, okay, you made a mistake, we think you you figured out that it's the wrong thing to do, now we have rules in place, it's okay. They said, no, we don't trust you with interns. So in that situation, I think it's legitimate for taxpayers to say, why would you take somebody who can't be trusted with interns and put them into an even more powerful position with a tremendous um, uh, more than doubling of his salary at taxpayer expense. And what controls have you put into place if you have somebody who has shown such bad judgment in terms of his power relationships with women to put him into a position of greater power, do you have any safeguards? Someone just uh, threw us a comment on our text line here, not, not a caller per se, but something that I want to bounce you off of you. In private sector, the man is fired. Why all the second chances in Albany? I think that's a very, very good question. 
Do you think, and I understand that there are broader issues here, and, and you don't want to get into the nuts and bolts of uh, the Hoyt case, particularly when it is being litigated, but uh, do you think that the governor bears any liability here, or can it be pretty easy to say that this is politics, he is running for election next year, and sure, people are going to want to make him look bad? Well, you know, I, I think the whole question here of this particular set of circumstances is more important to look at from a systemic point of view, which, again, is, as the text messenger points out, how many second chances do you get in Albany? Apparently an infinite number, and we're all paying for that. Um, you know, the what we've now seen over time, the Assembly has paid out tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxpayer money in settlement. Now the information is coming out as to how much taxpayer money has been paid out by Congress in settlement for sexual harassment. Um, how much longer is this going to go on? Hopefully these discussions mean that it's not going to go on indefinitely. We're not going to continue to throw money uh, away when better systems Clearer controls, better complaint procedures could solve this problem, I believe. Do you think those systems can be legislated, that uh, the, the Albany in general can be directed to do this, or does it require just leadership that's willing to do it? I think it's both. I think it's leadership that's willing to do it that has to put systems in place with trainings, with complaint procedures, with a different culture. We've all worked in workplaces where it was clear there were certain things you could not do, where sexual off-kilter blue comments were just not acceptable. That was a culture, not so much a question of legality. The culture in Albany is that Officials get to do whatever they want to do. There's a power imbalance, and they aren't held to the same standards as the text messenger points out that people in private industry are held to. Albany exempts itself from all sorts of rules and regulations that they subject the rest of us to. And it's time that they be held to the higher standard. Then, and this is my favorite question, regardless of the guest, then, then give me a prediction. What happens next? Are, are you optimistic that the kind of change you want to see will indeed occur? Or, or is this just a matter of people like you once again speaking out but not necessarily seeing any progress? Well, actually, what we've seen, and there have been several articles in publications that uh, examine politics, um, an indication that it actually is getting better, somewhat better in Albany, um, that the training and the complaint procedures are having an effect, and women feel that uh, the um, situation in Albany is not as hostile, and that they have alternatives if there is somebody who is troubling them. All right, Susan, thanks so much for joining us. Interesting stuff. Uh, glad you could uh, be here this morning. Okay, thanks, Dave. Take care. You too. That's Susan Lerner, New York Common Cause.